everyone. Welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. This is episode 218 and it's titled Master Your Adventure. We'll get into that in just a little bit because uh, yeah, there's some new new Lego news coming up or some new uh, information about Bowser's Fury, some further things to discuss about some Nintendo sales and a whole bunch more that we're going to get into tonight. Uh, so thank you guys so much for joining us. My name is Steve and uh, I get the privilege of talking to Nintendo with my friends here. Hey, Barry, how's it going? Hey, Steve, always a pleasure and uh, yeah. Let's talk Nintendo. For sure. And also joining us is Greg. Hi, Greg. Everyone, always glad to be here. Absolutely. And we are so glad that you guys are here. Uh, Whether you are listening after the fact or you're joining us live, uh, if you are joining us live, we do encourage you guys to just shoot your ideas uh, about anything that we talk about tonight, uh, whether it be what we're playing, what we're looking forward to, any of the Nintendo news that we talk about, any of that stuff. We'd love to hear your opinions and your thoughts about all of this as well. So be sure to join in the live chat room. Uh, but if you're watching after the fact, we we enjoy reading your comments as well. So be sure to toss those down in the comment section here on YouTube. Uh, but if you're listening on your favorite podcast app, uh, number one, be sure to hit that subscribe button on any platform that you are on. Uh, but also, uh, yeah, shoot us a message on social media or be sure to join our discord um, we absolutely love talking nintendo games with you guys uh especially like between the shows um that's just a really cool opportunity to kind of just kick back and and chat with you guys and we do that in our discord and on our social media so be sure to join those as well um one quick note that's uh, right up here at the beginning uh let's just get this out of the way we got some giveaways uh to do and um I, I know we didn't get a chance to actually talk about it. What do you guys think about this plan? Like, just should we just do uh, do the whole comment thing? Subscribe and comment here on YouTube. That sound good? Yeah, sounds yeah. good to me. Everyone cool. It. All right. Well, here you've heard it said that was our staff meeting. We've made a decision. Where are you moving forward? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. All you got to do. We've got some games to give away, um, codes and things like that. So we'll do that on our. How about we do that on our next podcast? So you get a week to do it, just subscribe. So be a subscriber to our YouTube channel and leave a comment on this video. And we'll pick people at random for the next podcast. Um, So that would be uh, when we go live on January 26th um, with episode 219. Um, And just to to clear things up, the the chat room does not count. So you need to actually leave a real comment. So if you're chatting in the chat room, that's cool. But just leave one after the fact in the actual comment section. Uh, That way we can go back and and find it later and uh, pick some some winners uh, at random uh, for next week. So share it out. Um, Make sure that uh, other people get a chance as well all they gotta do is be a subscriber and also uh, leave a comment on on this video and that's it so cool well it's time to jump into this week's podcast episode of course talking about what we've been playing lately and uh, let's go to greg first Ooh, switching it up i like it <laughs> all right so definitely not quite as lengthy as last time but still kind of a little bit longer of a list so i Probably various lives we beat. So let's just jump right into it. I've still been playing Animal Crossing New Horizons. It's kind of more on like the downfall right now. I haven't really been doing as much, just doing a few daily things, and it's very minimal at this point. Still waiting for that update to come later this month. Um, been playing a ton of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, I got really looped into 
doing my um, daughter's playthrough on the adventure mode. So I almost have that beat. I didn't actually beat it on my own profile, so it'd be pretty cool to actually see the final ending to it. Um, I've awakened all the fighters, and it's just like a few more spear battles left, and then the very final battle there. So that's very exciting to get that done. Um, we just got uh, Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. So even though the real Olympics were pushed back from all the events of last year, that game still had released, and it's pretty decent. Um, some of the motion controls I don't really appreciate, but I do like that they have like actual like manual press buttons options instead. So instead of just like shaking the remote, they're like, oh, hit A like repeatedly. So that is much the much better way to play that. Um, I did check out that 8-bit mode and that's pretty cool. Some of the events they translated into, if it were to appear like on the NES or Sega Genesis because Sonic's in it. So it was pretty cool to see all the original sprites, but the main thing is they didn't really add anything any new sprites, so it's pretty much only like um, Mario, Bowser, Toad, and Peach, and like um, Sonic, Dr. Eggman, and Tails, and like one other one. So it's like very minimal um, character selection for the 8-bit mode, which huh. stinks. And then finally, to wrap up uh, the Switch, was playing some Splatoon 2. Um, finally did get to level 4 to finally unlock the um, salmon run and stuff, so I haven't played that yet. Um, was still working on the story mode. Um, on my daughter's profile, she did um, buy her own copy of the game with her um, some of her Christmas money. So now we have two copies of Splatoon 2 and got to try out some of the local play. And that's kind of interesting. It's kind of hard playing one-on-one for Turf War, but it was I guess it is what it is. So it still allows her to be able to win and get practice and get better. So not having to be under threat of getting shot, like splatted by other players. Um, then the only non-Switch title outside the mobiles was just uh, Mario Party 8. She was getting more back into this one to try out some of the games. We haven't really done a ton of 8. It's been mostly 9, so it's kind of nice to jump back there. And then still doing um, Fire Emblem Heroes on mobile. That wraps up what I've been doing the last week. Nice, nice. Well, it's good to to hear that the uh, you know COVID didn't affect the Mushroom Kingdom and their Olympics, even though ours may get pushed back again or canceled altogether. So, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jakester says that They're he nice finished. Don't have to wear masks or anything. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't have to go through testing or anything. Uh, finished. Uh, Jakester said he finished his first run of Trials of Mana and got back into Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE and uh, did get FGO and Genshin Impact. Uh, and did FGO and Genshin Impact, which is our uh, his regulars. Uh, and then he said Knuckles. I don't know if you were you were trying to think of Knuckles, but um, Jakester just said yeah, Knuckles, I, Greg. I, <laughs> I didn't remember the eighth one off the bat. I, uh, okay. <laughs> I figured I spotted one out. I figured I that was, was like probably it, mode. and he wasn't just talking about your Knuckles. Like, that'd be weird. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Barry, what have you been up to this last week? <laughs> uh, yeah, so my, my week has been uh, pretty normal uh, for the most part. I actually really didn't touch the Switch much until today. Um, I did Animal Crossing still, um, and I started the and tried the Monster Hunter Rise demo, and uh, I'll say I wasn't a fan of it. Like it just It just felt sluggish, and that could be because 
uh, of something else I was playing. And, and come, you know, sometimes when you come off of one game and play another game that has a similar, you, you know, feeling, you expect the same kind of fluidity, and you know, it just didn't have that for me. Yeah. So that could be be a factor. Um, and I started a game which uh, I actually I've owned for a while, but I never even really gave much time of thought to it but but people said oh if you like zero escape you'll probably like this game it's called raging loop um it's a visual novel and uh i started it today i've, I've you know i've gone through my first playthrough because it's one where you have to you know go back in the flow chart and i'm really enjoying it uh you know the story's really left enough of a mystery to me uh that i said i, I want to find out more so i'm really happy with that uh, on the PS4 and 5 uh, front, because last week I talked about how I started my first marathon of, of 2021, which was Devil May Cry, and I did the first three games, and I just started the fourth, and well, this week I did the rest of the fourth game. I did the fifth game, and I also did uh, DMC, the, the failed reboot, and uh, I, I'm also watching the, the anime, like I, I really, and reading the books, <laughs> like I, I really like, I, when I do a marathon, I try to do everything I can you know, to digest the the media. And I will say I, I came away overall pleasantly surprised with the DMC series. Um, I did have a lot of fun. I do like the characters. Uh, I'm interested in a six. You know, a six is one of those that I will definitely play right away. Uh, five is just a fantastic game. And uh, I know a lot of people didn't like DMC, but I will say I really enjoyed DMC style. Now, what I mean by that is like, it's like playing the movie Inception. Or like Doctor hmm. Strange, it's really cool in that sense. Like the hmm. and some people wanted more action. They weren't a fan of like the platforming, and I like the platforming. So for me, it was really, really stylistically cool. Obviously, very different than the um, the other games. And I will say, if you play the other five games first, like I did, uh, you can see the big twist coming a mile away. Like the second it started, it was like, oh yeah, I know exactly where you're going with this because it's supposed to be a reboot. Um, but that being said, I still recommend it, and I definitely think it's worth playing and, and checking out. Um, so I'm, I'm happily done with that marathon. Uh, but again, coming from Devil May Cry to Monster Hunter Rise, Monster Hunter Rise just felt so sluggish. Hmm. Like I, I wanted to dodge roll and do all this kind of real cool acrobatic stuff, and I'm, I'm just not doing it. And hmm. I'm like, like, oh, I should be pressing this button to jump, and I'm not jumping, and what the heck? And uh, it just did not resonate with me at all. <laughs> I hate to say it. Uh, other than that, PC mode, I'm still playing Final Fantasy XIV, a uh, bunch of new content still, lots of uh, just fun raids, and just working on Cap and Tomes, and just, uh, just I will always love that game. That game is just so well done and so worth your time. And on mobile, still doing Dragalia, waiting for that Persona 5 crossover to come out. And uh, unlike Greg, I'm still playing Mario Kart Tour because uh, I just enjoy competing in it. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I feel like uh, I felt like that way when when you're talking about like the sluggishness and everything. Um, this is like years yeah. ago, but when I went back to playing the original Smash Brothers after I played newer ones, and I, you know, you don't realize how sluggish it is until you play the new ones, and you're like, oh, how did I do this? But it was fine at the time. So, <laughs> well, a lot of it is it's perspective and yeah. and perception, and it's like I played Horizon right after playing Breath of the Wild. And I think that was a mistake mm. because I wanted that freedom to climb anywhere and you can't right. do it in Horizon. And I think if I was doing Horizon now, I would be, I would enjoy it more. Yeah. Uh, and it's the same way, one great example from just staying on one system, not even jumping between systems, is on the N64, 
there was a franchise that started uh, by acclaim and one of my favorite franchises that unfortunately is dead is called extreme g uh there were, there were four games in the series and the first two were n64 exclusives and if you play the second game and you just pop it in and play it you'll be like this game is really good but if you take it out and you play the first game and then put the second game immediately out you will feel like you are going through molasses and it's <laughs> supposed to be like an f-zero fast racing game and you will feel like oh my god please move faster like this the speedometer says i'm going 250 miles an hour and i feel like granny on one of those little motorized scooters will go faster because extreme g1 is just so fast and extreme g2 like it just it's so slow in comparison but if you only play extreme g2 you're like all right this is pretty cool so a lot of times it does depend on what you're currently uh, you know accustomed to as well yeah yeah that's cool um i i have a question though because i know you you do these marathon events sometimes like Mm -hmm. would you i mean clearly you keep doing them so i know you like doing them but yeah do you recommend other people like to do that kind of thing or are there are downsides 100%. to it that like you'd say, mm, maybe second guess it there. I mean, there are always downsides. Um, I did a lot of them last year and I don't regret doing them. I think that it's the best way to experience a franchise because you don't have to wait, you know, months or years or even decades in some cases between installments. And you could also see how a series evolves. So like I just did DMC, like playing the first Devil May Cry, it's incredibly dated. Uh, it took me a while to get used to the controls. But by the fifth game, most of those controls were the same. So it was great. I was able to just play right through. Mm-hmm. You know, when I did Uncharted, the first three games, the controls are the same. And then by the fourth game, it was like, wait a second, what? They changed reload. Like it, it, in a case like that, it kind of like took mm-hmm. me a few tries to relearn it but i think marathoning a series in its entirety and i'm not saying like 100 percent every game platinum trophy every game or like i'm not doing that i'm playing on the easiest i'm playing you know the, the story content and maybe some additional content or uh, hunting a few trophies here or there that i'm like oh you know what i can get that and it's fun um but i think just by experiencing that you get to experience what makes a franchise or a series so great and a lot of these you know, like Devil May Cry, the first one came out, I think, 2001. So you're talking about a 20-year-old franchise celebrating its 20th year. I never experienced it before. And, you know, there's, there's fans of this franchise for, you know, so many years. And I was like, cool. I, I tried it back on the PS2, and the first boss kicked my butt. I will say this. Devil May Cry 1's first boss, unless you know the controls, will kick your butt. And you can't actually choose easy mode until you beat that boss. So <laughs> so it's like, oh, yeah, this boss. Uh, great. But uh, once you get past that, if you want to switch to easy, by all means. And it's one of those games where if you play through easy, you, you, you power yourself up. And then if you say, I want to play on a harder difficulty now, you keep that powered up. So you keep your life upgrade. You keep your, your Devil Buster upgrade. Uh, and it's like, cool, your or Devil Trigger upgrade. And it's like, great, now I can go through on the harder difficulties. And I'm a little more accustomed to the game. And I like that. I like games that it's not like it's, oh, you have to start all over from scratch and level everything up again. <laughs> But I do recommend it. And the same with, you know, if someone saw I want to do a Zelda franchise, you know, marathon, play through all the Zelda games. Like, that's fantastic. Metroid, you know, it's obviously the, the smaller number of games. It's a little more digestible. But just play to your heart's content. And, and don't feel like you absolutely have to play a game. Like, if you start playing a game and you're like, oh, this, this installment sucks. Hmm. Like, 
just skip it, move on. But at least you have that experience, you have that exposure, and you can talk about it. And I think it's really cool, you know. And I, I plan to do more of them this year. You know, I've mentioned Yakuza, which is a bigger one, but you know, I'm still looking at what other ones do I want to do, and mm-hmm. and just have fun with it. Just not February. February is going to be a pack month, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I have been playing not that many games <laughs> this last week. Uh, life uh, got busy and, and kind of crazy and some other things that uh, are not Nintendo related that I won't talk about. But we'll just uh, say life got kind of kind of crazy. Uh, so I played some Rocket League, of course, um, and uh, played a little bit of Animal Crossing. Um, the game that I that I, I can add new to the list is also something that uh, Greg talked about earlier um, was Splatoon 2. Um, so went back and, and fired up Splatoon for the first time in um, months, maybe over a year. I think it's been over a year since I played it. Um, and uh, it was actually surprising how quickly I got back into it. And uh, I was enjoying it again. Um, really, I fired it up to play in the Splatfest um, to qualify for the Nintendo coins or pins um, and everything. And uh, the next thing I know, I, I was you know just planning on playing one just to to get my game in. That's on. And the next thing I know, uh, it was like an hour or something like later, and I was still playing uh, in in the game. So that was that was fun just uh, to play around again. Um, there's still some issues, uh, network networking issues and things like that. I had one time where the game crashed on me, um, and another time where a couple times where um, either in the matchmaking or actually right in the middle of the match, it just reset and uh, you know took everything back and went send me back to the, the main menu because uh, some networking issue on someone's end. I don't know who's. Um, I'll blame Nintendo. But uh, <laughs> but um, overall, it was still fun. And uh, it was definitely a game that I was like, if I if I had the time, I would probably get back into because it, it's a blast to play for sure. Um, but speaking of the uh, that that little pin set, I know uh, we got a we, we've We've been chatting uh, <laughs> in our Discord server a little bit. Uh, share some grievances you got about that, uh, Barry. I, I know you got some strong feelings around that whole thing. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they they screwed people over the first time around, which is not the way you do an anniversary. But then the second time around, when they're like, "Oh, you need 15 missions," and six of those missions out of 20 at the time, six of them were already expired. You couldn't do them. If you just said, oh, wow, I want to go for it, and you're starting now, six of them you can't do, which turns that into 14 possible, which is one less than you need to get the pin. So it's impossible for now a new player that want, or a new person that just wants to get it. They since added two more missions, a whole two, meaning now you can do it if you get all but one, but one of them was the Splatfest, which is over. So technically, now there's exactly 15 you can do, and only 15 you can do. And if you don't do, and, and one of them requires Cold Stone, which actually you can't, you can yep. still redeem the code, but you can't get a new code. You can't get it. So yep. if you haven't bought, so, so technically, there's 14 that you mm-hmm. can do now. You can still turn, you can still put in a code if you have a code for code stone, but otherwise it's 14. So you can't even do it. If you were just said now, hey, I want to get a set, you can't do it. That to me, that's the wrong way to to honor the most important video game character in the history of video games. That is the the worst way to to say thank you to the fans for making 
you know, your series so successful and for, you know, keeping you in business and making money. I mean, it should be a celebration. It shouldn't be a source of frustration. Yeah. And and that's a very Nintendo thing to do. Like, how can we screw this up? Let's ask Nintendo. They're probably going to do it somehow. <laughs> and they did. You know, and if you ask me, like, I think there should be 30 missions. And if there's seven that you can't do now, great. That still leaves 23. You should make it so that anybody can enter. And then, and then, most importantly, even after all that, make sure there's enough for everybody. Because the last time they went on sale so randomly, like, they went on sale the day before 3D All-Stars came out. I happened to be on my phone when, when I got the notification that I can go buy it immediately. And I went and the whole site was crashing and it was frustration and constantly refreshing. And after like 45 minutes of refreshing, I said, screw it, it's not worth it. And then got a notification that it was back and I went back and I got a code. And then they sold out like 30 minutes later. And people who were at work or who were expecting to buy the game that came out the next <laughs> day to get the pins, it was already sold out. Yeah. That is the worst way to honor, you know, your fans and celebrate. And and I, even though I knew there was going to be a second pin set, you know, and, and a lot of a lot of the, the missions did require you putting in time other games like the Splatoon 2 thing. There was Smash Brothers Invitational or something. There was, uh, you know, Mario Kart Tour. And, you know, there was play all these other games. Mario Kart Tour, I can I can forgive because at least that's a free game. But like to do the Smash Brothers one, you had to buy Smash Brothers. To do the Splatoon 2 one, you had to buy Splatoon 2. So you had to spend extra money on top of that. And these were required to get the 15. And it's it's pretty much, yeah. unless you got lucky. And even the Cold Stone, you had to buy ice cream. But, but still, <laughs> it, it's just, you shouldn't be punished. Yeah. How dare you? you? You missed out. We're going <laughs> to punish you. It was bad enough that they're actually punishing people by taking the games away in March. But now it's it's just further punishment. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was planning on going to uh, get the Cold Stone just the other day just to kind of secure and make sure that I had 16 instead of 15 just in case randomly they decide, hey, you know, you don't have to actually wait till you get 3D World to, uh, to redeem this. And uh, I was standing in line and luckily there was a long line and only one worker there, which gave me the opportunity to pull up my phone, reread the fine print and realize, nope, it's already done. Even though they say you can still redeem it, yeah, you had to buy the the ice cream before December fifteenth or something like that. So, nope, I missed out, and so popped back my my car, and uh, and so hopefully they don't do some crazy thing this time around, and I actually am able to uh, to get it. But who knows? Yeah, Greg, you you said you've uh, you've got all the qualifications already. You've been on top of it this time. Yeah, I was kind of been following the Mario missions like as they were kind of launching for the most part. Um, then I had a few month break and missed like a few of them, but like, I definitely signed up for like the Ninja Speed Run for Mario Maker Two, and then even remembered to log on and do it. Um, I was trying to do this flat fest, but apparently it just it ended in the middle of the day now, so <laughs> it wasn't very fun. Like it told me all about it like when I logged in, and then by the time we were done with playing our co-op stuff, then I was like, oh, let's go join the flat flat fest. So. Splatfest is over. Like, what? Like, <laughs> why is this over in the middle of the day? It's supposed to, I thought it was like always end of day on the 17th. Like, this is, I don't know who designs these kind of things, but that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's the, um, the, the ongoing question. Who designs these kind of things? <laughs> yep. And then for Mario Kart 
tour was entirely free. You had to buy an Android device because it doesn't work very good on Apple devices. So there's an ongoing issue that they still haven't fixed that if you have any sort of save data from a previous tour, then they pretty much have to like cancel, like like delete all of your, unlink your data, and that takes like three weeks to do. So, hmm. All right. So you weren't able to actually participate in it unless you actually had an Android device, which magically works. Interesting. Well, we'll see uh, if we actually, in a couple of weeks, if we can, uh, well, we'll at least be playing uh, 3D World and Bowser's Fury, but we'll we'll see if we actually get a, to qualify per our pin set and actually get it this time. Um, knowing me, I'll miss out again, and Barry may just happen to be there at the right place at the right time. And we'll see what happens to Greg. <laughs> Can you please at me if you see the yeah. live Barry? Because like, I'm at 15 out of 15 right yeah. now, so like... <laughs> Uh, let's move into some news. Was yours. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to purchase the game instead of sending them out early. <laughs> let's move into some news, and uh, we have some some somewhat big news. Uh, Lego and Nintendo, of course, have have had this ongoing um, this adventure sets and all these different things they continue to put out. Um, Greg's recently jumped into it. Uh, and, and everything. And uh, Greg, tell us about this brand new set that they just announced called Master Your Adventure. Yeah, so as you've already um, said the name, the Master Adventure set is kind of more of like a add-on for the normal um, starter course. So if you purchase the, the main starter course, like I have right here, for those that are listening, um, it pretty much gives you some add-on pieces, which include um, a few characters like uh, Larry, um, a Bamam, and like Koopa Troopas and a Goomba. So then you have a, like a, at least like a boss and a few other different enemies. And there's a number of platforms. So then you can have some extra lava tiles, water tiles, and grass tiles for the different sound effects. And of course, all the other interactive uh, platform tiles for them to like jump on and bounce off of each thing. So um, it's. 366 pieces worth of uh, Legos um, that will cost uh, $60 and it's available to be purchased today. So, yeah, I don't know if I'll end up getting this, but I don't know what you guys think or if it more entice you guys to sign on board too. Yeah. Yeah. Barry, what do you, what do you think about all this? It was one of those things where when I first saw the, Lego Mario, the collector in me wanted it all. Like like a son, I just wanted it all. But in the back of my mind, not only did I know I not have the room for it, but I knew that this wouldn't be the end. This, this there would there would be more. This is Lego. This, there, there will be more. And seeing this, I am happy for those that love this. I'm happy for those that that collect this and have the room for it and can play with it and all the kids out there that are playing with it i am ecstatic for you but i'm also very happy that i didn't get in and i don't have to worry about this (laughs) yeah i agree i mean like i i think that's that's really it like i was i was kind of on the fence you know in the beginning anyway and and thinking okay do i really need this like it's really more of a collector kind of thing it'd be cool to own but but yeah, I mean, the more stuff they release, the more I go, I'm really glad I didn't start. 
<laughs> because my bank account would be crying right now, I think, uh, because I'd want to get all of the sets. Um, I mean, I, I talked about in the last podcast, like the fact that they keep coming out with new Hot Wheels, uh, Mario Kart uh, racers and stuff like that. Like I keep buying more and more and, and, and they're a lot cheaper than Lego. Thank goodness. Um, but still... Like it adds up over time, <laughs> like $60 here, $70 there, $30 there. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, I've spent a lot of money on these Lego sets that are, are really like I set them up one time and kind of played around and now they're on a shelf and that's all they do is just sit there. Um, yeah, I'm still of the opinion though. Like I think they need to, I think it was cool. The NES that they made is awesome. I think they need to be making like Bowser's castle, Peach's castle, things like that, that you can actually build. And I could get excited about that and, and possibly, you know, um, buy that sort of thing. But I don't know. I mean, like, I love the fact that they keep doing it, but it's not convinced me to get into it yet. But Greg, you, you've, you've jumped in. Why convince us why it's worth it? <laughs> well, I think it more helps if you have like a child to share it with. Like my daughter's like the prime age for Legos. We've been playing Legos a ton, so it gave me more of a reason to be able to like enjoy that like, with her. Yeah. So, like, admittedly, we haven't played a ton with the Mario Legos like recently, but like when I was first putting together, we played with them quite a lot. So, um, don't think I need too many more. I mean, I was kind of just trying to do some pick and choose of some things that I thought were kind of cool and things that I like, like Yoshi. But I don't think I need to buy a whole thing just for Larry. So like, <laughs> it would be cool to get it and have it, but I don't think I need like too many more of them unless it's like an absolute favorite item of ours. So, I mean, the second they add like a peach or a daisy, then I know I'm kind of screwed there and I have to get that set because. Well, absolutely loves the peach and daisy. So, Pretty yeah, you make a big, good point too, Greg. I mean, you you have a daughter to play these with, and if, if I had a child, you know, it would be a different thing. I would get it to play with my son or my daughter, uh, absolutely, because I, I loved Legos growing up. But as I'm not in that stage right now. I can safely skip these, and hopefully at that time I could find a you know a yard sale group. Here's a big bag of Lego Mario stuff. You know, ten bucks, get it off my get it out of my house. Okay, here we go. Let's play. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, who knows? Like, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder how long these, how long they will go, and and how how long the uh, the price point, I guess, would stay there before you do find them you know, in a, in a bargain bin and a, you know, in a garage sale or something like that, um, where people just start getting rid of it. But, uh, yeah, let us know in the, the comments, like when you're leaving, you know, comments about, uh, to join our, our, you know, giveaway for next episode, uh, let us know what you think about, uh, the Lego, the Lego sets. If that's something that, uh, you're jumping on and, and loving getting, or if you're like, yeah, I don't really care at all, or, uh, maybe somewhere in between, um, let us know what you guys think about that. Uh, let's move on uh, because after our podcast last episode, uh, we we talked about this this little game that's coming out in a few weeks um, called uh, Super Mario World or 3D World uh, plus Bowser's Fury because we got a two minute was it two minutes like two minute trailer yeah it was like two minutes something like that that they hyped up like crazy and then we talked about it and the next morning 
they dropped was it like a seven minute, ten minute? I don't know, whatever. Longer trailer. Like seven it was a guess. They, yes, they gave us even like even more information. So Barry, what did they share, and uh, and why should we be excited about this game, or maybe not so excited? Well, last podcast I stated my fears for what I was hoping it wasn't, and unfortunately, it seems I called it. Uh, it, it definitely seems it's going to be along the lines of what I was saying, but what we did learn is that um, the world is going to be an open world and it's not going to be entirely accessible right off the bat. So in order to unlock new areas, you have to run around and you have Bowser Jr. as your companion. Uh, Bowser Jr. can be either AI controlled or, you know, a second player can play. So there's a little co-op there, which is cool. And you're looking all over um, for cat shines. And uh, we know that the series of islands, they're on Lake Lapcat is the area. So we get these cat shines. And after we get enough of them, it unlocks the big bell that you see. And what will happen is when it goes from like sunny to stormy, uh, you know Bowser is coming. And when Bowser comes and he rains fire and all this stuff. And if you've collected enough cat shines, you can go and take on Bowser, beating Bowser. We'll send him back into his little shell and uh, we'll unlock another location. So I don't know how many locations there are to do. Uh, I don't know if when you finish it, you can just run around and have fun or Bowser will continuously attack. But this is definitely something that, uh, you know, I was fearful that it was just going to be random when it happened. And obviously, if you haven't got enough cat shines, you could either take cover or you can use like the blocks he makes to create you know platforms but uh the other thing we learned is that in the original mario 3d world in addition to all the other collectibles one of the collectibles in each level were stamps and use those stamps on meverse well meverse is dead now so i wasn't sure if they were actually going to keep the stamps thankfully they are keeping the stamps but they showed off what they're used for it's used in a snapshot mode where which is just taking pictures, and then you can put stamps all over the pictures. Yay. Like, you can make it, like, on the wall. You can make different characters. I mean, I guess it's a, a good use in a way for what already exists. Um, but still, it's it's not like, ooh, I got to play it again so I can put a, you know, a, a bomb on a wall. Yay. Um, but, but I'm looking forward to giving this a shot, at least the Bowser's Fury. I just hope it's not too frequent. Like, if Bowser attacks every 30 minutes, I think that's acceptable. But if he attacks every five minutes, I'm just going to be like, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's interesting as well, like, on top of that, that you can you can summon Bowser with the amiibo as well. So yes, automatically. It, that, so that seems interesting, too. It, it almost, it seems like what you're saying, it is kind of random, and you can, like, make it even... I guess less random, but, but yeah, what's the point? Like, why would you want to do that? Like I, it's, it's, it is interesting. It's well, a, I don't know. I, I see using it. If, if there's a cat shine that you absolutely need his breath platforms to get to, um, summoning him, or if you have the cat five, the five shines or whatever you need to go onto the next Island and you're waiting for him. You're like, shit, I just want to go. And you know, how long do I have to wait? Like the one time I actually wanted to show up, he's not showing up. Uh, then force it when you're ready to, to battle to move on. 
but otherwise yeah unless you just really want the challenge and some yeah. people will just do it maybe just for that rock music that music is awesome <laughs> it's true it's <laughs> true just to summon that every time yeah greg what do you think of uh now what we know even more about uh bowser's fury it's definitely very interesting i'm kind of excited for like the odyssey 3d world kind of crossover but as barry's already shared his doubts on like the bowser aspect i don't know if i am fully behind like the randomness of it um, I believe we'll be getting the game at some point this year because my daughter's super into 3D World. We've been playing on Wii U a lot, so I imagine we'll be getting it. I hope to get it around launch time. I don't know if we will, but um, yeah, I would hope it turns out good. Um, I've also seen a few other reports saying that like the Bowser's Furious mode is actually unlocked right when you power up the game, so you don't have to even play 3D World if you don't want to. So I. Did That's want to make good. sure that got mentioned. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like uh, I know a lot of other people. I don't. I can't remember if we we mentioned this as well, but a lot of people are thinking that are wondering, speculating that this game mode may have been planned for an Odyssey expansion or something like that because it. They say it looks and feels, at least as much as you can feel it from just seeing the trailers, um, that it feels more like um, like Odyssey than 3D World. It's not like an addition. Like the the cat stuff, of course, is is following 3D World, but the the style of gameplay and stuff like that follows more of of Odyssey. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? Is is there any? I mean. Is there any truth, do you think, in any of that, that, that maybe this actually was designed to be something for Odyssey, but then got saved and now put on, attached to, to 3D World? Do you think? What do you think, Barry? I mean, it's always a possibility. Who's to say? Nintendo likes to recycle things and, and move things over, and we don't know if COVID had any effect on this as well. Um, I mean, it certainly helps to... Uh, entice people to pick up a game they may have already had with a substantial new mode. And it's great for those that never had a Wii U um, to say, oh, wow, and, you know, never never got to experience 3D World, and now I'm getting two games for the price of one. Because they're, they're billing it pretty much as a whole new game. And I'm wondering the content, you know, is this a whole new game that's going to be finished in four hours, or is this a whole new game that's going to take you 20 hours? And that really, you know really matters to me but i do think while there's definitely elements of odyssey here i mean there's it's it's almost like a mix you know there's obviously mm-hmm. the cat elements from 3d world and then uh, bowser jr's got his paintbrush like sunshine right uh, so i think that's really really cool that they're mixing these elements i i can't say yay or nay on whether or not it was an odyssey thing i know we we were waiting for odyssey dlc for the longest time we expected it uh, Nintendo's been really weird with DLC. They've been on the ball with, with Zelda and with Splatoon and with ARMS and with Xenoblade 2. And they've dropped the ball with Odyssey and Super Mario Party and Mario Kart and stuff like that. So uh, it, it could very well be. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Jakester said it'd be interesting if it was linked to Odyssey, considering Mario, Mario would finally have a power-up in Odyssey. It's true. I didn't ever really thought about that. And I guess he didn't really officially have power-ups uh, in Odyssey. Um, but uh, yeah, Greg, do you think this is a, is this a good, like with, with 3D World and Bowser's Fury, is this a, like, considering the other things that we've, we've seen from Mario's 35th anniversary, is, is this good enough or, or does Nintendo need to do more than uh, just bring out 
3D World again, add on Bowser's Fury in addition to what they've done already? Is this good or are we hoping for more? I mean, I guess we're always hoping yeah. for more, but <laughs> but uh, do you expect more? Yeah, I think in terms of the anniversary stuff, I think this is like the capstone to be work to be completed, but. I mean, I kind of wish they would have had more things because a lot of it was just recycling some older stuff for the most part. So, I mean, it was like the 3D All-Stars, which is just reports, and then it was this with like an extra game mode. I mean, to me, it did feel like it would fit into Odyssey because just the way that it was designed and hired collecting like the cat shines and all that, and it's kind of like a throwback to Sunshine, which wasn't really part of the original Mario Odyssey. So... I know sometimes they have a lot of those ideas that they make into the final game and they always like to put it into different games or newer versions and maybe they didn't have enough to justify in Odyssey 2. So therefore, like, oh, we have this really great idea for a world and Odyssey, maybe we can work it into 3D World 2. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that, that's why I feel like that link is kind of strong there. And yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's worth quite the price and I wish they would have obviously had more Mario stuff but kind of a shame that a lot of it just disappears at the end of March mm-hmm. yeah it's true as well uh yeah this seems like it it really it's almost like they they maybe had this in the wings and they, they didn't really know where to include it let's just include it there that way we can still charge 60 bucks for, for 3D World instead of, you know, bumping it down to 50. But essentially we're getting Bowser's Fury for $10 on top. It almost seems like that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I think uh, this is, I, I think Bowser's Fury is interesting. Number one is bringing some new elements. I mean, we've never kind of never seen, you know, uh, Mario this big before as well as Bowser um, kind of like bring in the, the Japanese kind of style into to this for sure. Um, but also, yeah, playing on the older games. I mean, it, it does harken back to uh, Odyssey, but like as you guys said, Sunshine, um, several different things that, that connects to Sunshine or even back to the original Super Mario Brothers, um, how Bowser is shooting the fireballs and and they're coming toward him at different heights and stuff like that it very much you know harkens back to the original dungeons and there and uh being able to see you know bowser just shooting fire at mario and you gotta overcome that and and go and you know knock him in the fire pit or whatever um so it's it's kind of cool that it does pull from several different iterations uh, of the mario franchise and and uh it is kind of a cool little capstone i think i think you're right on greg i think this is we probably shouldn't expect anything beyond this um this is kind of like the way they'll they'll finish celebrating mario's 35th year um but uh until they take it all away (laughs) yeah that's right until it goes away after a month uh no (laughs) this game is not going away after a month (laughs) Other games, maybe, but this one, not so much. Uh, that's like the only thing that's not going away from the party. Pretty much. Sure. Well, you get the uh, Mario stuff in, in Animal Crossing, I guess. That 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 just That will arrives. be limited, too. But it, yeah. Yeah, it no, it's going to be like a limited time event that you have to like log in. That's true. March and that's so it. many limited um, time things. Uh, well, here's something else that's unlimited, or that is limited. Uh Sales, New Year's sales, um, <laughs> act now. Uh, but Nintendo uh, did put out some amazing sales uh, just to celebrate the new year. Um, a few days after 
the new year. But hey, you know what? I'm not going to complain because that gives me more time to uh, to purchase these. So if you haven't uh, seen these, uh, make sure you do head over to um, Nintendo.com or your eShop. Uh, there's some great games for some <laughs> pretty inexpensive prices on here. I mean, we talked about Clubhouse games. Uh, we talked about several of these games on our Game of the Year list. And uh, many of them are like 30% off or something like Clubhouse games, normally 40 bucks. It's on sale for 28. Immortals, uh, Phoenix Rising, normally $60 on sale for 40. Super Mario Maker on sale for uh, $42, normally $60. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, one of my recent favorite games, uh, only only $5 off, but still, it's a pretty good deal uh, for Ori and the Will of the Wisps uh, down to $25.50. Um, some just some great games, some older games on there, but also some newer games. Um, so if you haven't checked out your your uh, eShop or just Nintendo.com, uh, make sure you head over there and, and check out these deals. Um, and, and it's not just first-party games. It's also third-party games on there as well. Um, I already mentioned Ori, but like Aladdin and Lion King that, that recently came out, normally 30 bucks, it's on sale for 12 um, So some really, really good deals. Um, have you guys looked uh, through this list and do you plan on picking up any of them or maybe have you already picked them up because, uh, because they're on sale? Greg, have you been able to look it over, look it over? Yeah, I've already gone through the list and that's kind of why, um, I even said earlier that we got a second copy of Splatoon 2 because we went to disc replay and it was, um, $50 for a physical version. And I was like, well, I know they're still doing the new year sale so we can get it. 40 on the eShop. So pretty much just put the card back in the store and went home and opened up the eShop and bought her copy of Splatoon 2. So we've already dived into that a little bit. I mean, I'm unsure if I want to get a few of these other ones that seem really interesting. I, I know that the Castlevania collection and stuff is on sale and I have to double check to make sure I got that. And along with, I don't know, I might even be tempted to get like a Land and Lion King because it seems like it would be kind of fun to have just those retro games for a nice price. So I'll definitely be further reviewing before these all go away. Yeah. Yeah. Barry, I know you're, uh, you're physical, but uh, any of these eShop deals uh, exciting enough for you to, to maybe download a couple? Mm, I mean, they're great deals and there's some really great games there. Uh, just looking through the list, um, but it's either ones I already have. Or if it's digital only, it's ones that I don't have time to play them currently because <laughs> I have other things on my schedule. So I will, you know, I'll wait. Uh, hopefully there will be a physical. Mm -hmm. uh, what amazes me is that ARMS is still $60. <laughs> Nintendo games do not drop in value. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Yeah. Normally it, it is. Uh, for the next few days it is. Um yeah, uh, Jake, uh, Jakester said that Last Campfire is tempting. Um, I, I know another game that I, I, I skipped over earlier, but I, I saw Barry, you're a big fan of. I think, Greg, you are too. Uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, too. Yes. On there. $9.74. Is that a steal? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I wish I didn't have bought it for full price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, even I'm kind of feeling this thing on like Immortals. I'm like, I could have saved like twenty dollars. I mean, I haven't even played it yet. And yeah, yeah. There's there's a few games that I'm looking at. Um, some of the older games as well. Uh, a game that I have been 
<laughs> on the fence about buying for years, um, even before it finally came to a Nintendo system as Castle Crashers. Um, and uh, I was like, is, is this the time to get it? Because it's only nine bucks. Is this the time? Eh, I'm not sure. So um, I may end up picking that up. Uh, we'll see. Um, but but this is it, it, the there's a bunch of games on this list, I think, that that one could like it's no big deal to like purchase it now while it's on sale and then put it on your backlog, put it put it on the your digital shelf and go back to it later. Um, I don't think you're going to necessarily miss out. I mean, some of these games you haven't played yet anyway. So um, but it's definitely, you know, these these kind of sales at this price don't always come around. So maybe it's the time to, to get them now, even if you can't play it until summer or later. All right. Well, that wraps up our, our big news uh, discussion, but uh, there's a few other headlines we'd like to to just quickly go through to uh, make sure that you guys uh, know about them. There's not a whole lot of, whole lot of discussion to, to go around these. Uh, so we got several stories that we just want to run through the basic details of, um, and then maybe kind of just kind of go around and discuss them all at the very end. Uh, as we're going through them, feel free to to discuss them uh, as usual in, in the chat room and live chat room. And also after the fact, if you any thoughts around any of these, uh, be sure to let us know in the comments as well. Um, but uh, Greg, let's kick, kick us off and uh, tell us about this um, Mario 35 word count or world count challenge. Yeah, so this one's actually hot off the presses. It was announced uh, earlier this morning. Uh, Nintendo of America confirmed or uh, announced that Super Mario Bros. 35 World Count Challenge will kick off uh, um, on <coughs> January, actually, I guess, yes, at, at 11 p.m. on January 18th. So it's just reading the date out of order on the article and apologize. So then pretty much you have, joins all the players together worldwide in a massive effort to defeat 3.5 million Bowsers. If players can achieve this, then all, particip all participating players defeating at least one Bowser can claim 350 My Nintendo Platinum points. So they pretty much issued a tweet and offering everybody the challenge to defeat at least one Bowser between um, today and January 25th. All right. Well, for those of you that are still playing Mario Kart, there is actually a brand new tournament happening on this month in January 2021. It is the Mario Kart North American Open. It runs from January 29th to the 31st. This is the first tournament of the new year. And uh, the top eight players from each day will receive 2,500 gold points. That's a lot, actually. Nice, nice. Uh, Nintendo just started a new Twitter account. Um, it's going to be specifically delivering corporate investor relations news. So this is, of course, uh, important around all the investor uh, news that, that typically uh, either does come out and everything. But uh, they've said that they're not planning on replying or responding to any message that's sent to this. This is just uh, simply to help get the news out there about uh, investor news and uh, kind of corporate kind of things. So um, probably no kind of game announcements or anything like that on this uh, <laughs> this Twitter account. But uh, it could be interesting to subscribe or uh, to follow. So maybe head over there and uh, and follow it. It's at Nintendo C O L T D. So that's uh, yeah, Nintendo C O L T D. 
And it's hot on everybody's mind is a game called Bayonetta 3. So Platinum Games is still behind the development scene on it. And they, um, one of the producers, I guess, uh, Maya, I don't know, I definitely butchered that, um, was on an Arcade Archive stream. He had like a phone conversation with uh, the hamster boss, uh, Satoshi Hamada, and pretty much was uh, translated by Nintendo everything. So it's like Hamada was saying, oh, I see you're busy with new projects. And then he's like, well, I suppose I've been working on stuff like Banana 3, but I can't say much. I'm hoping to give an update during the year. So um, that's like the big takeaway here is that um, should I get some more up, like an updated news item on Bayonetta 3 and hopefully release timing or at least see an update regarding that. Um, another thing that was mentioned in the short um, phone conversation was that he hopes to announce some other unannounced projects he's working on. So there could be other games tied for Nintendo Switch or other platforms as well. So definitely keep an eye on, eye on Platinum Games um, throughout this year to get some updates on their games. Because Nintendo is going to buy them. <laughs> mm, let's hope so. <laughs> so, were you guys looking forward to Super Nintendo World opening last year in 2020 yes. for the Olympics? Were you also looking forward to it after you saw that wonderful, wonderful direct that Miyamoto took us on? Well, if you were looking forward to that February 4th release of opening day, too bad. It has been canceled, postponed. COVID strikes again. That's right. Super Nintendo World is now postponed with no date actually set right now. So who knows when it's going to open, if it's ever going to open. I guess those poor Goombas will just be walking eternally by themselves. <laughs> and no one will hit that pal block. And you forget about your little watch because it's not happening. <sighs> Hell, so at least sad. not right now. So sad. Here. We may get uh, the ones in the United States before. Uh, you may. <laughs> so the uh, lastly, the the Nintendo uh, NPD results are in for December 2020, and Nintendo Switch is yet again on top, even beating out the brand new systems. Uh, they uh, they were the best selling video game hardware uh, in terms of units and dollar sales in 2020, making a 25 month run of domination so congratulations nintendo for being on top once again again topping the uh the top 10 best sellers for switch animal crossing mario kart 8 super mario 3d all-stars super smash brothers ultimate hyrule warriors no surprises there at all uh all great games and uh congratulations again to nintendo for topping the list yet again even in the face of brand new systems uh, so yeah, any, any thoughts about any of these stories, uh, as you guys think back to, to any of them, any surprising thoughts or any additional, uh, things you'd like to say, Greg, any, you get anything? I definitely know the Twitter thing was certainly very interesting. I mean, I kind of checked it out and a lot of the stuff is people like, asking him questions like, Oh, when's like Metroid Prime 4 coming <laughs> in? Like asking stuff that's like, they're not even parties that they weren't going to handle there. So I think it's still kind of funny that people think they can just try to get Nintendo to respond to those kinds of things. So, I mean, I know they're just doing it for visibility, but I mean, it's not like they're going to like, Oh, by the way, we meant to announce like, Oh, there's a Nintendo direct or something. I mean, it's right. still going to be like the main account that covers this. It's just going to be, 
like those investor meetings and for them to share the financial reports, usually the stuff that we have like other people that attend those types of events and like translate it. So yeah, maybe at least now will be more visible on Twitter and hopefully translated to English. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, Barry, any thoughts about any of these stories? I mean, it's, it's great to see, you know, some slight information on uh, Bayonetta 3. We've been waiting for a long time and uh, it sucks to hear about Super Nintendo World. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's a COVID world. COVID's definitely affecting mm-hmm. all things, Bayonetta 3 probably being one of them as well. Uh, but I'd rather, you know, that game come out when it's uh, fully done and realized and ready. And uh, I'll tell you, after doing these DMC games, I'm ready for it because that was his baby, you know. So let's let's bring it on. Bring on Bayonetta 3. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> funny thing is, all day, Greg, um, I'm so glad that I, I finally figured it out right before I passed it to you earlier because I'd been reading it as Super Mario 35 word count event. And I had been doing it all day long and I had no idea why are they doing a word count <laughs> event. <laughs> so I'm so glad I finally figured it out right before you talked about it. It's a world count event. Uh, so <laughs> so important that L. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, same with you guys. I think this is, this is all good news. Hopefully uh, it will translate to, to more good news uh, in the future. We find out more about um, Bayonetta 3 you know, uh, things getting delayed. I think even even you know when uh, amusement parks get delayed uh, during COVID, and maybe maybe that'd make for a better better amusement park in the end. We'll we'll focus on the the positive sides, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, uh, what was that, uh, Greg? What's the what's what's the big phrase like the like oh a delayed game is better than a rushed game or whatever it is? There we go. So. A delayed theme park is better than a rush theme park. Actually, I think that's that's pretty true. Um, that pretty I, true. I can I can stand behind that statement for sure. Um, <laughs> definitely don't want a rushed uh, theme park whatsoever. Well, come on, we need a <laughs> sequel to Action Park. Let's go. <laughs> Dangerous things to happen. Um, Jakester says uh, he's excited about a, a, a twi- new Twitter because uh, must mean a new dress coming soon. <laughs> Maybe. <Of> <laughs> Uh, what were we saying last week? A new direct, a new direct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah still right, happen. right, right. Uh, and he's issuing me an L, an L for Luigi. That is. Uh, let's let's talk about. Uh, well, actually, let, before we move into uh, upcoming games, we want to just make sure that you guys uh, do hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the share button, um, hit all the buttons. Just just have at it. Just go crazy. Hit all the buttons. Um, and while you're at it, uh, you can also hit the button to join us on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nintendo Fuse. And you can also find us on Discord. If you have not joined us over there, be sure to do that. The link is on the screen and also in the show notes and the description down here below on YouTube. We would love for you guys to uh, continue in our conversation, connect with us and keep talking talking games in between episodes. That's the best place to do it. Um, also, just a reminder, we are doing some giveaways next episode. So uh, if you are watching after the fact, just throw a comment. Anything that we talked about, any thoughts that you had, just throw a comment down in the comment section um, and uh, be sure to subscribe to us. That way you 
just lock in your chance of getting something um, on our next uh, podcast. But um, but uh, yeah, if you are listening after the fact and you're listening um, on a podcast uh, app, be sure to just head over to youtube.com slash Nintendo Fuse. You'll find this episode and just leave your comment right there um, on the video and we'll be sure to see it and uh, give away those uh, those winners uh, next podcast. So we're really excited about that. Speaking of which, that is on January 26th. That'll be episode 219. All right. With that being said, let's jump into our final segment and talk about the games that are coming up over this next week. Uh, as uh, kind of scroll them on the screen, we'll see that there's a, there's a few uh, games that uh, might might tickle your fancy, as you uh, uh, if you will. Um, but uh, it's a lot of games that I've not even heard of. So all walls must fall. Uh, Audie, the housekeeper, Sally Face. Froderick the Driver, all these games start coming out on uh, tomorrow uh, through next week. Um, anything that you guys are are looking over the list and you're like, yeah, I'm really excited about that at all, or uh, or anything that else that you're you're hoping to be planning uh, to play over this next week? Uh, Greg, how about you? Not not like off the bat. Nothing really sounded like it was going to be something that I was going to be picking up. Um, I do have quite a backlog of stuff, including I've already said like, like Phoenix Immortals and even Age of Calamity that I haven't even opened yet. So um, none of this stuff was really jumping out to me to get for this next week. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much the same here. Uh, Barry, anything that, uh, that jumps out at you or are you planning on uh, catching up on uh, some other games before uh, before 3D World comes out? Oh no! Oh, well, I mean, Altia Reza Two is coming out. That's that's uh, the only game here that I've seen oh. that that's actually a good game. Uh, oh, Cyber Shadow too. Cyber Shadow actually looks really good uh, on the twenty sixth. But uh, no, none of these uh, I will be playing. Oh, Genosa is coming up too. That's some some good games. There are some good games in the list. <laughs> um, but none of these will be ones I'll be playing right away. I'm I'm planning to. To do Raging Loop, and and after that, possibly cross code, or I don't know. I got two weeks before Ease Nine drops, and that that's my my first game even before Mario 3D World. So uh, I don't know. We'll see what I do. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm. I none of these are ones that I I'm jumping on right away. Um, Jake's just curious if if Chess Royal is a game against 99 players. <laughs> it's a yeah. <laughs> that would be really great if it was a uh, battle royale oh chess God. game. For two ninety nine, you could find out. Hey, for two ninety nine, I'd jump on it. I, I would totally get that. Um, no, actually, a game that yes. I'm. What was that, Greg? I was gonna say yeah, because Tetris is free, so like two ninety nine for ninety nine plus uh, um, chess players. That's a great deal there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the game that I'm probably going to uh, jump into over this next week is a game that I, I kind of forgot about and and uh, just uh, was reminded of it just like yesterday, I think, um, is Space Invaders uh, Forever, I think is what it's called. Um, I love the old shmups and, and all those games, and so I'm excited to uh, to jump into to that. And they actually, it, it, interesting thing is it comes... In a, it has, there's like two games in one because there's sort of always the, also this Arkanoid and Space Invaders kind of combination game, and when you download it, you get two different games. 
So it's not like one menu that kind of just pick your game when you get into it. It actually downloads both games uh, separately as as two different icons on your on your Switch, uh, which I thought was just interesting way to, to go about it. So I think it's called Space Invaders Forever, I think is, is what it is. But uh, yeah, it's kind of like a modern uh, kind of tell, tale um, take at uh, a Space Invaders. So I'm looking forward to checking that out over this next week um, and uh, maybe jumping into to High War Warriors again and some of those other games. Hopefully uh, I got a little more free time to, to play some games um, over this next week, but huh. we'll see. That's interesting because Space Invaders Forever did get a physical release. And it actually has three games on it, not two. Space Invaders Extreme, Space Invaders Gigamex 4 SE, and Arkanoid versus Space Invaders. But then there's also the big Space Invaders collection, which is coming out physically uh, in America. uh, Or not actually in America, it's Europe, from Strictly Limited. Um, It also got a Japanese release, and that has like nine different Space Invaders on it. Interesting. Huh. I wonder... I wonder if, because I haven't fired it up yet, I wonder if if it does have those three games, but I wonder if the other two Space Invaders games are together and then the Arkanoids is separate. But it is still interesting that they have separate like icons, even because they all oh, yeah. included in one in the physical. So that is, that yeah, is weird. Yeah. Well, a lot of a lot of companies. I bet if you took that physical card and put it in there, it would create multiple icons. Oh, a, okay. So you have it. It's an MAC multiple application card. Oh, okay. I thought you had tried it and you knew that it was only one. I haven't tried it yet. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No, I I, I didn't try it because I was uh, time and and I've been waiting for the uh, the one from Strictly Limited, hmm. which uh, which has more games in it. So it's like. Yeah, it, instead of getting those six games, uh, the one from Strictly Limited, the Invincible Collection, it's still available for pre-order. Hmm. Um, it has Space Invaders 1978, the arcade, Space Invaders uh, in black and white and color, Space Invaders Part 2, 79 arcade, Majestic 12, the Space Invaders Part 4 from 1990, the arcade in arcades, Super Space Invaders 91 in our, from arcades, Space Invaders Extreme, Space Invaders Gigamax 4 SE, so Arkanoid versus Space Invaders, Space Invaders, Space Invaders DX from 1994, the arcade, Space Cyclone from 1980, the arcade, and Lunar Rescue from 1979 in arcades. Wow. So you were getting <laughs> a lot of games there. <laughs> I'd say. Wow. Well, so that that's the collection that that I, I would suggest going for. Nice. I I may have to look and into that. Then. There, there's ten percent left in stock from from Strictly Limited. It's, again, nice. it's a European release, but it's it doesn't matter because it's all in English yeah. and it plays in English for you. Uh, How much is it going for? Uh, fifty nine ninety nine euros. Okay. But that but, but like, I don't know if what like seven, five bucks a game at that point. <laughs> Yeah, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games. Eleven games, so less than five dollars um, a game. <laughs> yeah, there is a collector's That's... edition as well. That actually is a hundred euros. There's actually still more of that left too. The collector's edition comes with uh, official books, sticker sheet, acrylic cards, uh, the soundtracks, two, two different soundtracks. It comes with four instruction cards. It comes with six flyers. All in like a box that's that's replica of the uh, actual boards from the arcade. Wow. Like the arcade boards you would buy. So if you're a big Space Invaders fan, I definitely <laughs> recommend that. I don't know if I'm that big of one, but that does sound pretty cool though. I I find I find it hard with those like collections 
because I've even I've even seen like like the Capcom collections and things like that that I especially when they have like multiple versions of the same game, like it's kind of cool. But I don't play them all. I usually find my favorite and I just go back to my favorite one over and over again. Um, and I found that like on the the one up uh, arcade cabinets, like they have some mm-hmm. of those sometimes that have just like the same version, but it's like three different versions of the same game. I'm like. Okay, like, but I'm only gonna play probably one of those um, if I was to yeah. get it. So it's it's kind of one of those weird things. Like they'll tout it as, oh, well, cool, we got like seven games on here. Well, three of them's basically the same game. <laughs> From what I heard, Arkanoid versus Space Invaders is like the gem. Mm. And with the Japanese release, that was actually a download code. So if you bought the Japanese physical, um, it was a download code only. But the strictly limited one actually has it on cart. Oh, that's cool. So it's everything. And 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 the Space Invaders Forever, of course. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm excited to check it out even more now. Uh, Greg, what do you anything else you got going on this next week that you want to talk about before we wrap up? No, I don't think so. I mean, I did just take a quick peek at one of the games called Tim Timothy and the Mysterious Force, and I'm just getting like super uh, linked to the past vibes. Like just looking at the screenshots, I'm like, is this legit? Because that those trees look exactly like they did in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's interesting. Like, I, I, the more and more I, I, we find these things, and I'm like, how is Nintendo letting this slide by anymore? <laughs> uh, very. I mean, uh, it is a, okay. Yeah, it's a game very similar to like a Zelda style, so it's like action adventure and mm-hmm. stuff. But it's just very interesting to see like the graphic style is super close, like they just. Just like the link to the past engine. <laughs> they didn't even care. <laughs> Might as well. You know, I finished uh, watching the uh, what's it called high score. Um, the <laughs> on um, <laughs> that's a really that's weird nice. way for me to freeze on the screen right now. Um, are you guys seeing me frozen? Um, no. Oh yeah, there you are. Yeah, yeah you're frozen. I'm totally in frozen. A very funny way. That's really unfortunate. <laughs> um, right. No, there we go. Okay, I'm frozen <laughs> some weird way. That's dumb. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, that's reason enough alone to watch the stream instead of listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's now I'm frozen like that. That's weird. I don't even get it. What in the world is going on right now? <laughs> you're even worse when you come back <laughs> yeah I'm I don't know I'm just going to avoid making any sort of faces everyone. at all alright so anyway uh, yes if you haven't watched the video you should totally watch the video and I'm going to freeze again right there uh, but at least it looks better than a weird <laughs> face that I had before I'm smiling this time uh, at least you guys can hear me. Watch the video. You should definitely tune in. Uh, Barry, as I try to uh, fix my camera once again, <laughs> is there is there anything that uh, else going on in your life that you want to talk about before we before we wrap up this episode? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, it's been uh, been pretty quiet overall, and uh, you know I like it that way. Sometimes you know it's just nice to have things quiet, and uh, who knows what the future will hold. But uh, I definitely say your your face is. Is definitely one that I don't know if the future is going to hold, if it's going to stay in that situation. Next yeah. episode, just plaster your face that way. Yeah, yeah. I was doing so well. There doing you go. so well for a while. So, but 
Oh, so, that's a quality meme image that you had there that face. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for, for being here for episode 218. Again, one more reminder, if you have not left a comment on this video, not in the chat, that's a, that's an actual comment later on this video, be sure to do so. And we'll pick some uh, random winners for some game giveaways and some other stuff, uh, next week. So be sure to do that. Uh, again, that's where the giveaway is on episode 219. So you got one week uh, from this recording to leave a comment and also be sure you're subscribed. That's all you need to do. Subscribe, leave a comment, and you'll be entered into the contest to win some giveaways on episode 219. But uh, yeah, it brings us to the episode of end of episode 218. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Happy gaming, everybody. Mm -hmm.